Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. So just as a reminder, April is Financial Literacy Month. So during a month like April, where we have the opportunity to talk about personal finances, to talk about um, how the, how our financial habits affect our finances to have a lot of articles and a lot of information out there about finances because of a month like this this is something that's very exciting to me and also um, a time for which I'll be able to share lots of information with you so I'll be sharing a lot of articles this month on the Facebook group I'll be just putting out a lot of information because it's a lot of it available there and it's a good time to kind of just check yourself and remind yourself about your financial literacy to learn what you don't know, to be able to acknowledge what you don't know and work on fix and learn the things you don't know that can help you manage your finances better, understand them better and kind of help you walk towards your financial emancipation. During a month like this, you know, I follow a lot of great, um, great people on Instagram and I see a lot of people, even people whose, whose businesses and whose missions and movements aren't focused on finances really um, kind of highlighting finances to their followers. And, 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 and that's really important because even if you're an entrepreneur who is, whose business is not kind of centered around finances, if you are a person who has products for which you want people to purchase, then their financial freedom, their financial emancipation is kind of critical to your business. So it's like a collaborative effort for me. I'm like, listen, I want to help people get financially free. And for all of my fellow entrepreneurs and those who are out in the world kind of with movements and, and different um, different businesses, I love to collaborate with them because I'm saying, no, I want to help you to be able to have customers who are financially free so that they can consume your products. And so I I love those type of collaborations. And so I'm really excited to see a lot of people who may not otherwise kind of talk about finances, highlighting that April is Financial Literacy Month and really focusing on um, informing those who are who support them um, about the, the importance of being financially literate and and the importance of financially financial freedom so that's really exciting so today um i think because it's thursday i'd like to focus on something that kind of goes as a little bit of a throwback and it's i'm um, kind of focusing on the money matters right like your money it matters in a way in which you need to focus on it and i talk about this as one of the five ways to walk towards financial freedom is to track your money Tracking your money is essential, right? Your money's not something that should sit out in the abyss and and manage itself because the facts are that money won't manage itself. When money is left on its own, it usually is a disaster. And so you don't, you wanna have hands on your money. You wanna have eyes on your money. You wanna be able to sit down and explain to anyone at any one point in time where all of your money is, where it goes and how it's being spent. So if you can quiz yourself at any one moment and say, okay, how much money do you bring in every paycheck? That's an easy one, right? Except you could quiz five people and at least two of them wouldn't know the exact dollar amount they bring in every two weeks. And I can confess I've been guilty of that at different times because of uh, direct deposit and kind of like you just start paying bills and it's just not something that I paid attention to until one day I realized that by not doing that, I was cheating myself by not knowing exactly how much money I had, I was bringing in as a paycheck and 
not really budgeting. Like this is a time where I wasn't budgeting really tightly. I was kind of just paying bills as money came in. And I realized at that point that I had no idea where I started. I just would always know where I ended. And it was so exhausting because you'd I'd always end like with like a dollar, right? And I'd be like, how did this happen? And I couldn't even get back to, well, how much did I start with? And I would always say I have a round, right? A round, but a round doesn't give you enough of a, of, of the insight that you need to know, okay, I have $1,620 and then you can start from there. So at that point I created a spreadsheet. This was 10 years ago. So this was before the apps and everything. I created a spreadsheet and again, I live in Microsoft Excel for work. So creating a spreadsheet was really intuitive for me. So I know sometimes that spreadsheets can't are not that way for people. So I understand that, but I created, if you get into Microsoft Excel, just go first first column is at the type of bill you're talking about next column is the number so just work in excel you can get there it doesn't need to be anything complex and as part of i'm working on for the website will be like a, a template for that that will help folks just so that you don't have to worry about the stress of creating the budget in excel i'll handle that for you you can just go in and utilize the template so so I'm working on that for the website when it launches and that'll be launching shortly. So I just, I started a, a, a spreadsheet of my budget and I, I kept that number there, that starting number. And that was so important to me. And when I say starting number, meaning the, num- the amount I got paid when payday came and I would put all of my bills, right? All of my, every bill I had. And then I would put like, you know, how much I spent on food or how much I wanted to spend on food and all that stuff. And this was just creating a basic budget. And it would be some months where the, the bottom line would be negative. And at that time, I worked a job where I worked a crazy amount of overtime. So my paycheck would change. So it would be my base and then my overtime. And sometimes the, the number at the bottom would be positive and I'd be like, great. But it was really helpful to see every month. And so I was able to, I'm sorry, every paycheck and every month. And I was able to make changes and adjustments because I got tired of seeing it in the negative. And I said, okay, I'm going to make some adjustments. I'm not going to spend as much on this. And, and that was the basic fundamentals that I came up with on how to just, make my budget work for me. And so putting eyes on your on your money, knowing what it is and creating that budget, which is also like a fundamental, will help you get focused on your money. And so as you're paying attention to it and looking at it on a regular basis, especially in the structure of a budget, you won't wanna look away. Like even if it doesn't look the way you want it to look, it's, something, it's one of those things you can't unsee. So when you start to do that math and see like, wait a minute, if I just do this and this, I could save this and that would help me to be able to buy this. You won't want to walk away from that. You'll want to say like, you challenge yourself to say, how can I fix this? Because I'm, I'm pulling back the veil is the scariest part. Once the veil is pulled back and you see what it is, it's just what it is. And now you can go about fixing it. So you want to put your eyes on your money. You want to look at it. You want to see it. Um, I, I really, I'm an old school in the way of using spreadsheets just because spreadsheets are very intuitive to me. But I have tried different apps. I've tried Mint. Um, I've tried Pocket Expense. And Mint is, um, you know, Mint is very complex. It's It's really good. And it really does generate some really good information. You just have to input a lot. And so when it comes to data, you know, this is the term that we use in in the budgeting and, and fiscal world is garbage in, garbage out. So if the information you put in is not accurate, you're not going to get anything out, right? That's really good. So it just takes a lot of focus on putting that information into Mint. But I do find it to be a really good 
app for budgeting and tracking and kind of balancing your budget. Um, if you don't want to manage it on an app and you're not a person who wants to, to kind of learn Excel and it, and I haven't yet developed for you and, and shared with you the um, the spreadsheet that it will be the, the template, you can use the, the note app on your phone. So that most people have some sort of note function on your phone. And what you can do with this on a very um, small scale is to write down every dollar that you spend per day. So not even talking about your bills, et cetera, just write down the money that you're spending every day. Do this for a week, right? Spend a week doing this without any restraint or judgment. It's just what you spend. You're not trying to spend less or spend more or judge yourself for what you're spending. You're just spending, do it for a week without restraint or judgment and, and just let it be your normal routine that you normally do. After seven days, just total up the money you spent and subtract it from what you earned in those seven days. So if you do it for a week and you say, okay, my week's, a week's worth of my salary is this much, subtract what you spent from that and see if you have questions. Just test it out. See if you're asking yourself, wait a minute, how did I do that? How'd that happen? Um, and I think that'll give you a really good insight. It's a c- cool exercise because it'll give you a little insight. And you'll say, wait a minute, I think I'm spending a little bit more money than I had anticipated. And so you, you know, you won't know until you start writing that stuff down, looking at it, analyzing it. And so I really encourage you to do that. Put your eyes on your money, put your hands on your money, get into it. It's not a hands off sport. Get into it. Get into it with your money, get intimate with your money, understand it. That way you can maneuver it and you get to be in control of your money rather than your money controlling you. So that's just a little throwback kind of to the fundamentals of some of the stuff as it relates to financial emancipation. Track your money is one of the fundamentals of financial emancipation. So I just thought it was a good time to kind of go over that. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook. Join the Facebook group at Financial Emancipation. If you have questions for me, you can send me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. And keep in mind that we are on day five. Day five, oh my goodness, of the 30-day no shop financial emancipation, no shopping challenge. We got 25 days left, no shopping. It's really good. I didn't even have any temptations yesterday, so I'm quite proud of that. So so if you haven't already, it's not too late. Join in. Give us the updates on the post in the financial emancipation group and let us know how it's going. Share your stories, share your frustrations, tell us all your tales, and let us know how it's going. Thank you so much for listening today and I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.